The Gun Experiment proudly presents Chopping It Up. And here are your hosts, Mike and Big Keith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. A little bourbon in my hand and good friend across the table. Yeah. I, I lost my mouse, though, on the two screens. It's got, Oh, there it is. Got it. Got it. All right. Mouse was hiding. Yeah. Don't screw up the big screen minute one. You got to, I mean, no, no, if I, it happens I, later. I well, I usually try to get it in a little bit and then and then mess it up so it okay. like when we need it. Yeah, not we don't need it yet. Always so. when it, when it counts. Only only when it counts. Yeah. Boom. Gotcha. So you ready? Hunting season's coming up. Got a couple Dude, more weeks. I have so I I don't even know. Well, you could be bow hunting. I, I could be bow hunting. I I'm I'm so strapped for time right now. So I know the feeling. So, uh, this week I've been away from the house did, two weekends in a row. Did you? Did you? I have house uh, projects I have to do. Did you catch the 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 worst news? Actually, Frank, let me know about it today. The West Point shoot is opening day rifle. Uh, I, I mean, it doesn't bother me because I'm going to have a deer with the bow before. Kind of bothers me. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, I can't believe they didn't look into that. I guess. Well, whatever. they don't. They're they probably don't not. But uh, I think I might go out. So I have deer in the freezer. I, I have venison in the freezer. Already. Yeah, I got a little bit left. And so when I go out, my father, like last year, I took a deer. He he waited for he let a doe go because he wanted a buck. He was con- he was he was convinced he would get the buck, mm-hmm. and he didn't. So I took I took one and it's in the freezer. So I actually think this year, I don't plan on going out a ton because of time. I think I'm going to let him get a deer, and I'm only going to go for a buck with the bow. Okay. And if I don't get a buck with the bow, I I just I don't get a deer this year. I, I like the strategy. I'm thinking of that. All right. But sometimes a like a big doe walks in front of me and I can't control myself. I get it. Well, too you know, it's, it's hard. Tastes delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. <laughs> I should make some venison jerky to eat in the woods while I'm hunting. Oh, that, that would be... That's like savage. That's savage, savage mode. mode. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to do that. All right, so I want to remind everyone that we release new content every Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And I was actually thinking, I'm sure there's some new people that tune in, and if you're not used to our format, this is our Chopping It Up show where we bring back old guests and we talk about everything under the sun, guns and not guns and funny stuff and make fun of each other, and it's a great time. So if it's your first time, Tune in. We also do our other Don't show. Don't make it your last time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, our other show, The Gun Experiment, is the original, the OG, and that's the one where we interview industry people and talk about all kinds of cool stuff. So either show, listen to them. We release new content every week. As gun owners, we have so many choices on where to get our ammunition from, but if you're looking for great ammo at super reasonable prices, look no further than our friends over at Target Sports USA. They even have their own ammo brand, New Republic, that Keith and I have been shooting fairly exclusively for months at this point, and the stuff definitely delivers. Be sure to sign up for their Ammo Plus membership at targetsportsusa.com, which gets you 8% off all ammo purchases, free shipping, priority alerts, and a whole lot more, all for $95 a year, plus that chance to get one of those sweet trucks when they give them away at the end of the year. And we just wrapped that up, Keith. That was a good time. Yeah, man. I had a great time. Always, always a good time. Another, they had it at a... Great uh, venue, a couple food trucks this year. Yeah. And, met some nice uh, people. Met some nice people. Guy from Tennessee won the truck. Yep. Said he was going to drive it home. Going to drive it home. Yeah, man. I, I don't know if he, uh, what, how they made that happen, but that would be uh, a cool experience. For sure. So I, I noticed you had a uh, comment in the show notes. I do. So I'm always asking people to obviously subscribe and then leave us a five-star and a comment on Apple or comments on Spotify. And this is from Rich Smith. Uh, he left this on Spotify. And I've had many conversations with Rich on private messages on Instagram stuff. And we've had some debatable topics, which I love the fact that I can 
debate with someone and not see eye to eye hundred percent. And at the end of it, he's still leaving us awesome comments and that's the way it should be. Well, thank you. Yeah. So thank you, Rich. And, uh, all love brother. So he said another top notch show, Teddy's effing awesome should have been the name of this episode. Mike and big Keith killing it with great guests and interesting questions. Keep the content coming boys. And this was the Rachel show. Okay. Maloney. I don't remember why it would be Teddy's effing awesome. Do you remember what we were talking about? No. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt. Was it? What, uh, did she say that or was that? I don't uh, remember. I don't Rich, think... you gotta, you gotta fill me in on why that's the title. I who, can't, uh, I who remember. just did run and gun and said Teddy Roosevelt? I, I can't remember. We've done so many running guns, I cannot yeah. keep track, man. Well, that's been said a couple times, but uh, yeah. Teddy effing awesome is. I so. like it. Teddy is effing awesome. He's one of those things. Probably my favorite president, <laughs> I think. Anyway, before we introduce tonight's guest co-host, I want to talk about our friends over at Onsite Firearms Training. They teach everything from beginner to advanced classes and can make you a better shooter and more capable defender with just about every firearm platform under the sun. Keith and I really like their weekly skill builder classes and have gotten so much value from them. If you want to improve your shooting, look no further than on-site firearms training. Sign up for classes today at OFTLLC.us. So on to the show. Tonight's guest co-host has been on the show many times and it's a pleasure to have him back to chop it up. Please welcome Peter Tillum of Tillum and Associates. Peter, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Great to be here. I got a, my bourbon in my hand. I love it. It felt, uh, felt like it took forever to get you get to introducing you today, Peter. I don't know what it was did. going on. It did. I was sitting here, but you know what? I, you guys are smart, right? You give me a little bourbon and I can sit <laughs> Keep back Keep quiet and relax for a couple minutes. And, uh, <laughs> Maybe next time I'll give some snacks. <laughs> Does anyone in your office know that? Just give you a bourbon and, and it'll keep you quiet for a little bit? Well, well, they do know that. And the other day I had a guy call the office and after hours and he left a message for me and it goes to all the lawyers, including my office manager. And he said, uh, he gave his name and he said, uh, tell him it's Peter's bourbon dealer. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I want my staff seeing that I have a bourbon dealer. <laughs> well... Uh, I was actually thinking about this. I'd have to go back and look, but you may have been on this show more than anybody else. You, you've definitely uh, been in studio more than anyone else, I think. Yeah, this is your third or fourth time in studio. I think that's right. Yeah. 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 And then I think ben, it's- your, Ben might be close. Ben and him are neck and neck. Yeah. And uh, I think this might be your fourth, well, third or fourth time in studio and fourth or fifth, fifth time, time on the show. Correct. Yeah, we did the one where we did it with him and Prince. We did. You've been on the show a lot. I've been on the yeah. show a lot. Yeah. 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 So anyway, thank you as always for being here. Look, and I love coming. One of I our favorite two lawyers. To, who, and, who holds the title on SNL? Anyone remember? It's. Oh, uh, but it was Steve Martin. Steve Martin for, yeah, for a long yeah, yeah. time. It might even still still be him. But anyway, so yeah, you might have to try to hold the title on yeah. uh, the gun experiment. So how you been? Good? I've been good. Yeah. Uh, we're busy. Yeah, I was going to say, lo- the, lo- oh. the legal system is real <laughs> busy right now well, with 2A stuff. You know, <laughs> I mean, you look, do more than just 2A stuff, right? For we do. Record. We yeah. do. But, you know, look, the bottom line of it is the 2A stuff is just unbelievable. Yeah, now, it's right? popping off. Every day, the legislature comes up with more stupidity, <laughs> and uh, the judges have to slap them down. So you're in a good business, because, I mean... I, it's it's and now you know everyone wants to get a gun they look at what's going on in the world and people want to get guns yep so let let's let me just address the elephant in the room here uh i think we all agree you included that if you live in a state outside of new york get yourself some ccw uh carry insurance whatever you want to call it um we you've admitted many times you don't want to be in this business but new york has no option and you've created new york tax defense um you're dying on the sword for us peter yeah um, Keith and I are both members. Uh, we've, you know, we paid our dues and we, it's the best thing we can get. And that's where we're going with it. But I understand that there are some 
uh, changes to the program. So do you want to kind of just talk about that? Because I know a lot of our listeners actually are members. And I know if you are a New Yorker and you're not, you definitely need to look into it. So go ahead, Peter. Right. So you're right. Uh, this is not an insurance company. Uh, Governor Cuomo was nice enough to throw all these programs out of New York. New York seems to be just about the other, the only state that doesn't have some program left. And so what we did was we created New York Tax Defense, which is essentially a prepaid legal plan for gun owners. Right. So uh, same price point as a lot of the insurance companies. Uh, you pay us, the basic plan starts at $32 a month, and uh, we will represent you and provide up to a quarter of a million dollars of criminal defense representation uh, for free for, for the $32 you've already paid us if you're involved in a self-defense incident. But there's so many benefits. I mean, we're your lawyers, right? So I think in many ways this is even better than having an insurance company because the scenario I always give is if there's a dead guy lying in your living room at 3 o'clock in the morning, do you want to be calling an insurance company and trying <laughs> right. to find an attorney? Or do you want to call your attorney? Right. And our phones are answered 24 hours a day. Uh, we're, there for, we're there for gun owners. We're there for people. And we do so much more. You know, We will represent people in a, in a civil case <laughs> if they get sued by the person that they were involved in an incident with. We will uh, answer Second Amendment questions for our clients. Red flag I, laws. Uh, red flag. Uh, if you, red I want to hear about those. What what are, what are some of the interesting questions that people call and ask? About? Oh, well, you know, look, all day, every day, I'm getting questions about types of guns I can own, types of okay. magazines I can own. Uh, people, how about with, how about with uh, the ammo fee? As uh, oh well, I mean that's just it's just it's just a cluster fumble right now. Yeah. I mean the fact is that they're not equipped to do this. The reason they brought it into New York State is because the feds told them no, we're not we're not authorized by law to run background checks for ammo. Right. So they said okay, we'll just bring the system in here and charge people and charge people. Yeah, and you know what? New Jersey it. has a similar system. It's a yeah. disaster. It went from instant in New Jersey to you know, the, the instant background check system in New Jersey takes probably three, four days, depending on volume. Mm. Okay. So I'm looking here. So first off, if you're out there, if you're in New York, if you're not a New Yorker, you know, listen, like I said, there's there's other options out there. But if you are a New Yorker, that you can pay monthly, you can pay yearly. It's discounted for yearly. I'm going to go with that option. There's three choices. There's silver, gold, platinum. The big differences is the silver $32 a month, and it's up to $250,000 of criminal defense and unlimited civil, right? That's And unlimited civil, yeah. correct. And then gold is $62 a month. That's up to $500,000. And that covers one to four people as opposed to just one person. Right. So there, we got a lot of questions about people like wanting family. to cover other people in their household. Yeah. And so uh, I didn't have an option for that. Yeah. Uh, and the other issue was a lot of people wanted more coverage. And right. so- we, we we were getting a lot of feedback that people wanted more coverage, be able to cover family members. So we created the gold and platinum plans. And the platinum is 122 a month. And that's again, one to four people, but that is unlimited- Criminal defense. Criminal defense, Correct. unlimited civil Correct. defense. That's, Correct. wow, that's yeah. crazy. So, wow. uh, so look, we've been doing this a long time and it's very popular, but quite frankly, if you own a gun in New York state mm -hmm. and you don't have some kind of coverage- then you really have to think about your judgment because New York is out to get you. Uh, if you're a gun owner, you're in the crosshairs, and this is the only program that really protects gun owners. So I got to ask you, you're on the gun experiment. What are you going to do for my people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the bottom line of it is that you know that we've always had a discount program for gun experiment people. Uh, there is a discount code that's existed from the beginning 
for the gun experiment. And um, what we did was we extended it to the golden platinum plan now. Cool. So the uh, discount code, the promotional code is the gun experiment 2023. Okay. And that will get 10% off all of the plans except for the silver annual, which is already heavily discounted. And that one goes down to three seventy a year. I think it just comes out to gotcha. about thirty dollars and some pennies. And so, if they want to, if they want to join, they just call and just give that. Just say that. Just if it's www.nytacdefense.com. It's nytacdefense.com. Go to the website. They select the plan. There's a place to put in the promotional code. If they have any questions, cool. My phone number's there. They can call me, and we'll awesome. get them set up. Cool. Awesome. All right. So let's get into today's show. So. I really, really like this. A while back, Heath, you and I were talking about the mysterious land purchases being made around the Air Force Base. Was it Arizona? Yeah, we've given some updates. Yep. And, uh, and there was some some speculation it might have been chi- Chinese. Yeah, no, correct. Nationalists. Yeah. It, we found out it wasn't. Correct. Correct. Or, or, well, we, they're we claiming it wasn't. They're claiming it wasn't. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the... the um, company that was buying up all the lands came through and disclosed that they were uh, buying it up for Silicon Valley right. uh, executives and creating, trying to create a uh, utopic. Uh, <laughs> so, so I found this interesting because this article is about China being forced to give up land owned in the U S and this is happening in Arkansas. Correct. Um, home of the Nighthawk custom home of Nighthawk customer <laughs> customs. So and, we have, uh, we have a little clip here. Yeah, so uh, I will just uh, play this clip. This is Sarah Huckabee. Yes, the uh, governor. governor. I, I, you're not allowed to talk. You're not allowed. To, you, you refer to her as a governor, right? When yeah. she gets in, when she leaves. She's the governor. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, you know, because she was the press secretary yeah. for a certain time, but you don't, governor. you don't say former press secretary. I think governor, governor trumps that. Yeah. So you just go straight to governor. Forget yeah, the press that. secretary yeah, time. I think Got she's it. okay with that. Understood. <laughs> I was proud to sign Act 636, sponsored by Senator Johnson and Representative Vaught, banning foreign parties from nine enemy countries from owning agricultural land in Arkansas. And today, we are acting on that law. I'm announcing that Syngenta, a Chinese state-owned agrochemical company, must give up its land holdings in Arkansas. Syngenta owns 160 acres in Northeast Arkansas, which it uses primarily for seed research. So let's get into this whole seed researching. So she goes on to say that seeds are technology and Chinese state-owned corporations are stealing American research. They're telling our enemies how to target American farms and it's a clear threat to our national security. So it's so funny because like you don't think of like seed research as something that would be like a national security issue. But when you think about your food supply, it's a major, major well, problem. Well, it, it's interesting because there is um, some farms that are local to us where we live that are um, owned by people that are Chinese. And I, right. you know, based on the way they dress, some of them dress in military uniforms. Yeah. There, there's been reports of people who live near there of strange shooting, reports, strange, yeah. strange things happening. So, you know, I'm not saying that that's true. I'm not saying that that's fact, but you know, it does seem kind of strange. Right. And then well, the article goes on to say that there's been growing concerns in the U S about China's influence on the economy with acute focus on the farming industry. And there's been some uh, cases where they've actually, the FBI has actually caught people stealing uh, agricultural trade secrets. So it's not, it's not like this isn't happening. Like right. it, it is a hundred percent happening. Um, I always wor- feel like I hear a lot about these seeds with like gen- being genetically modified and, yes. and that being a big problem. Yeah. I mean, so 
it's worth noting that they do state a fact in this. This was from Newsweek. They state that Chinese investment in U.S. land makes up less than one percent of land under foreign ownership. So, it you know one percent could be a lot, it could be a lot of land though. You know, I mean, like when you think about about that, I mean, how much land is owned? Well, yeah, when you think about the size, and when and when you think about the size of you know American general, one percent of that is pretty freaking big. You know, Peter, do you, like legally speaking, I always like to you know go on the strength of our guests. <laughs> legally speaking, like. What do you know about agricultural law? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so they they said somewhere in the, I think it was in the clip I played the full clip earlier to my for myself, and they were saying how if they don't sell willingly, that basically they're going to just force them out. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> yeah, the it, government can take over. Yeah. Well, right, know eminent domain, right? We know eminent domain, but I guess what bothered me about this story when I looked at it was. The federal government is so far behind <laughs> the fact that a state governor has to do this. Mm. And and this is going on throughout the country, right? So, you know, we see this at the border where border states have to do their own border security. Yeah. And now you have a governor in the middle of our country who's saying, you know what, enough is enough. This is a problem that people recognize that Chinese national, Chinese-owned corporations that are owned by the government are buying up land all over uh, the central U.S., and the federal government's asleep at the wheel, and it's mm-hmm. up to governors to to deal with this. Yeah. And look, there may be legal challenges to the fact that it's a governor doing it versus the federal government. Right. Well, it's funny because I am personally very much for limited government, but I've always believed that the one job that the federal government does have is to protect its citizens from for, from sure. foreign from foreign attack. From, sure. Whether would that be you know <clears throat> here in our own country, or if it's you know us you know protecting ourselves overseas and our military overseas, but that's their one job. Uh, I'm, to with do. You, I'm with you 100. That's we don't need New York State, Arkansas can't protect us from the Chinese army, right? The Chinese military. We need our federal government to do that. It's interesting you, what you just you said just a few seconds earlier. It made me think. Do you think that this Chinese-owned company could sue federally and win, that they don't have to sell their land? Potentially. And one of the arguments they can make is that the federal government has exclusive jurisdiction over the issue of foreign relations. Right. And they're going to say this is targeted at foreign relations. (laughs) So, yes, I am concerned. The perfectly imperfect system strikes again. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. And here's the other thing. So you, you hear a lot about foreign countries buying American companies. And now that's different, right? Cause that's, it's private, it's private. I have less of an issue with that. I have less of an issue. Well, but it depends but what the company it is. Scares, yes. It does yeah. scare me because the more that they have a stakehold in our culture, in our, you know, it, it is, it is. And again, I'm not worried about Germany buying Budweiser, right? Sure. Like Germany is a far cry from Russia and China. Yep. Right. But if you have Russian nationalists, Chinese nationalists, and they're buying land, they're buying businesses, they now have a lot of control. They're stakeholders in our country. And that's, I don't know what you do about that because the free market is the free market. And I do believe that to be very important to hold that sacred. But at some point, there has to be some national interest in terms of security. How do you feel about the Chinese government buying Lake City Armory? How would you feel about that? How would you feel about... Any foreign country buying that? How would you fi- feel if a Chinese company bought uh, Lockheed Grumman or one of these right. 
uh, one of these military contractors. Right. It's a good right? point. Scary. That's, and that's so, like, scary. where, where, and this where's is, the line? Where's the line? Where's the line between capitalism and security? And and you know, and military. And trust me, I'm a capitalist. Like, I believe in the free market. Me, me too. Right. But military is easy, right? What about if they decided to buy AT and T or Verizon? Right. And they control all our phone calls. Right. Scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's really scary. Yeah. Oh my mm. goodness. All well, right. let's have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keith, you and I had a discussion a while back about Hunter Biden. And <laughs> we have many conversations. That's, that's about true. It. But I remember this one in particular where I said, I'm hoping that Hunter Biden gets off based on legal precedence of the Second Amendment. And you really? were like, fuck him. You were like, <laughs> you were like you, I, I believe that's a direct quote. Fuck him. Um, well, listen, nobody actually heard me say it, so it's, I think it it's speculation. On, it might have been on the air. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> it might have been. I know this microphone's a bitch, ain't it? Um, well, you're Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> so because, go ahead, talk to uh, me. Uh, there's some uh, talk that uh, Hunter Biden's defense on this gun charge that's lingering for him um, will the, that they'll be using the Bruin uh, decision in his uh, in his benefits. So. As we all know, he's been indicted on charges that he violated federal laws that uh, try to block uh, drug addicts from uh, obtaining guns. Um, is that that's the whole premise here, right? Is the idea that a, a drug he a, lied on a, a forty four seventy three, but a drug yeah. user shouldn't be prohibited from having a gun? Is what he's trying that's, to say, that's, right? Well, and there's a case <clears throat> that says that now. There's an appellate case that now says. And that, uh, that there's no history and tradition. It, it comes up here, Peter. Uh, it was a Fifth Circuit. Yes, I believe um, it was Fifth Circuit. And uh, there yeah, is. there it is. Um, I want to I want to touch on that, but yeah, Mike, that is what that is what he's he's basically saying is that you know uh, there there was no precedent back in you know the 18th century, 17th century, of um, people who use drugs not being able to own a firearm. Right. So, that's what he's. That's the whole basis of his argument. Um, and Peter, what you referenced was it was a Mississippi man who was stopped last year for driving without a license. Um, the police smelled marijuana. They found evidence of drugs inside the vehicle: a nine millimeter pistol and a semi-automatic rifle, all loaded. And um, Fifth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals in New Orleans voted three zero to throw uh, throw out the driver's conviction. And um, appellate, uh, appellate judge Jerry Smith was quoted as saying. At no point in the 18th or 19th century did the did the government disarm individuals who use drugs or alcohol uh, at one time for possessing guns or at another. I mean, I'm per personally ecstatic about this. Sure, I I love the fact that the son of a progress well, I wouldn't call him progressive, I, I suppose, but <laughs> of of a, of a Democrat is going to use. Can you use that term? Yeah, demented, sure. is going to use it's a term. the Bruin case. To get his to get himself it's, out of this, it's ironic, right? You know, um, I mean, uh, Biden, Joe Biden, was adamantly against Bruin. That's right. 30, during his thirty-six years in the Senate, you know, he was. Uh, uh, it says here a big booster of both gun control and federal war on drugs. And he went after Clarence Thomas. And he went. After, yeah, he, he held back his uh, nomination for those that remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or he wanted to hold back his nomination. He, right. he attempted to. So, Peter, what do you think um, about this? What's your take on all of it? Look, I think he's got a strong argument here. The bottom, the bottom line of it is, <laughs> I was. I, you you know, defend him? 
Would I defend him? Yeah. Look, to me, this is this is a joke that they're going after uh, Hunter Biden because he lied on a forty four seventy three. Yeah. yeah. This guy is is a, is a career criminal, and this is the best they can come up with. It's Al Capone. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, they're going to get him for cheating on his taxes. No, they should get him for cheating on his taxes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, the this man didn't file tax returns. He's getting millions of dollars from foreign from foreign countries. Seven million dollars. And doesn't giving uh, some to the big guy. And, and and kicking some up to the big guy, which is really unbelievable. And this is the best they can come up with. So, so I think you should get off on this, but they should go after him for the crimes he committed. So legally speaking, does this help the Second Amendment? Well, because I mean, if you if you if the son of a president gets off well, using this case, I, I think it's a I think it's a very similar parallel to to what's going to be going on with Rahimi. Well, I was just about to bring up Rahimi. Go ahead, got, go how can we not talk about Rahimi? Good job, Keith. Uh, I was just interviewed about Rahimi recently by so one of the give local a quick. I, I know what it is, but give a quick. Synopsis right. So Rahimi. Rahimi is a guy who. Uh, had an order of protection issued against him. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Bad He's a guy. terrible guy, right? Yep. He's got a bad record, terrible guy, and uh, the... the A proven uh, record. <laughs> and the... Uh, was it the Third Circuit? It was a, It was one of the circuits. Uh, the appellate yeah. court uh, ruled that the ban on people with orders of protection against them uh, having guns is unconstitutional. Because there's no history and tradition of it. Right. I've read a couple times that that whole the whole Rahimi case being brought to the Supreme Court is just a big attempt to try to make Bruin backfire. Right. I. You know. It may be. This is. It scares me. I've, is, I've, been on, I've said it on the show before. It scares me. It's not yeah. the sort of. It's not the hill I want to die on. This is it, the, the no, but the oh, case sorry. that gun owners love to hate. Yeah. Because. The bottom line of it is it doesn't make gun owners look good. Yeah. It doesn't paint us in a good light. Yep. But I think what it does do, and and I think it helps us recalibrate our brains. Yeah. Because we've been trained to assume that it's just, of course, you know, felons can't possess guns. Yeah. Well, what about a guy in the Third Circuit struck down felons in possession of guns because- they said, what about a guy who can, was convicted of a minor tax offense? Right. And it was a yeah. felony. And he could never possess a gun in his life? Right. So no, There needs to be a line. It helps us recalibrate our idea of how sacrosanct this the was, Second Amendment is. We talked about this in detail when Sean Heron was on the show. Yep. And, you know, his idea of dangerous freedom, the idea that, you know, you you just kind of have to live with the fact that there's going to be some dangerous stuff out there. And if you want to have your freedom and you want to have rights— that sometimes it does doesn't always plow in a perfect system, but the problem I the have the danger with it is, is a balance. Yeah, but I the, the where I draw my line is there's a difference between a felon and a dangerous felon. It's two different two different things. Correct. Like Absolutely. you said, tax evasion versus a murderer are two different things, and you can make the argument that a murderer who you know someone who and he you know he had a passion kind of thing murdered someone when they were 18 years old and they got out of prison when they're 60 years old is a totally different person. There is a po- there is a valid point with Rahimi, and Rahimi is a bad case because Rahimi himself is such a bad guy. Yeah. But I've seen orders of protection are given out like water, yeah. right? Mm. You go to court, you ask the judge for an order of protection. They give it. The judge is going to give it to you. I've seen orders of protection given out because a, a father doesn't respond to an email fast enough about pickup and drop off, and the the mother goes into court and says. Oh, you know, I'm scared of this guy. He's not, he's acting unstable. He's not responding to me. And they go get an order of protection. And the judge, if you think about it, the judge has every incentive to sign it, no incentive not to sign it. 
at least on a temporary basis. Now that guy loses a constitutional right just because right. of that. He didn't commit a crime. Right, right. So I think that the point is well taken that it's it's abusive to it, to take someone's constitutional rights away just because they have an order of protection. There's got to be another standard. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I don't. So, I was going to ask another question. I don't want to dig too deep into Rahimi. But, no, no, know. I don't want to go there. Yeah. Sorry. Go it's ahead. not even That's on right. the agenda. I don't even know how we got on it. Hey, I brought it up. We just flow. <laughs> well, I don't think you can, I, think, I, think I don't think you can talk about Hunter Biden and, and the issue of whether he's not a good guy either, by the way, he's a terrible no. guy. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they kind of have that in common. Right? Yeah, he's a terrible absolutely. son of the, the president. Only difference, the, the only difference is, is one is a regular old guy and one is the son of a president. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's the only it. difference. So, listen, we talk a lot of news on this show. We bring up gun news. We bring up, you know, political news, but you know, I loved when uh, when Trump was president and he brought up the whole fake news thing. I mean, <laughs> you, you and I talk about about the legacy media and yeah. social media and all the impacts it has. But man, when he like hit on fake news, it was awesome. So I had a I had a, a bit for the show. I said, "Can we spot the fake news?" Because we're always looking for articles. You're always bringing up articles, but yeah. like. I mean, sometimes I don't have the time to go terribly deep into them. And those I, headlines I, can be deceptive. The headlines can be deceptive. So we're going to play a game. There there have been things that I've caught my eye and I've read, and then I've been like, no, that caught my eye, and I can't send that. All right. So here's <laughs> the game is, and this is a this is a site we found. Um, maybe we'll do this occasionally on the show. So we are going to read these headlines, and it is an actual, you pick whether it's true or false, real or, real or fake news, and then they tell you whether you're right or not. So we're going to keep score. Okay, so we're all going to pick, we're all gonna and, pick. Then we're, and then we're going to hit the answer? And then we're going to hit the answer. All right, so I'm going to read the first one. All right, read it, and then... Okay, so orangutans use slang just like humans, real or fake? I'm going to say real on that one. I'm going to say real on that one. I'm going to say fake. All right, so too real. I'm hitting real because I said it. It's yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> This is real. Scientists uh, studied 70 orangutans living in Southeast Asia Island, and they found they quickly introduced and stopped using lots of new sounds, just like slang in human language. All right. All right. Polar bears scream when they poo. (laughs) (laughs) Peter, why don't you go first? I'm going to go with fake on this. (laughs) That just sounds fake. The fact that they said poo has got to be fake. (laughs) Yeah, right? The poo part can't be fake. Oh! It's oh, fake. We're doing well here. <laughs> it's fake. The rumor has circulated online for years, and often mis- uh, miscaptioning a picture, but it's just like a joke. Remember, you can't always trust pictures and their captions. Okay. Okay. Climate activist Greta Thunberg. Did I pay this? I think that was, I was good. Like, that I was, was, right. I was impressed. Told people in China to stop using chopsticks to save trees. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And that no. sounds crazy, but I think that's true. Well, she is a little crazy, She's but crazy. I, I'm going to say that's fake. Fake? Yeah, I mean, she thought they could just make them out of plastic. <laughs> what do you think, Keith? <laughs> I think it's real. Uh, you thought fake, Peter? Yes. Okay. And you thought real? I think real. Okay. So two real, one fake. It's yeah. fake. Yes, wow. Peter's. Uh, Peter's one hundred percent. Peter's going swinging, swinging for the Peter, fences. Peter is in the lead. He's batting a thousand. Raccoons break into California Bank. That's real. That's, that's got to be real. Yeah. Real? You think real? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's real. That's real. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I want to take a quick. Raccoons pa- can get nasty. Read, read it, Keith, and then I'm going to take a quick pause on it. Go okay, ahead. this is real. The story was reported several new in several news publications, including Metro, NBC, ABC, Eyewitness News. Uh, luckily, they didn't get away with any money. 
Okay. They were only looking for garbage. They were wearing a mask, though. They were wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go on to the next one, okay. if you are listening to the show right now, and you, I'm, I'm sure you're guessing in your head if they're real or fake, I'd like to know how you're doing. Yeah. So feel free to uh, go on to Spotify, and at the end, tell us your score. How many you thought were real? Be honest. And I'll tell you what, anybody who responds and tells me their score out of, I think there's eight or nine or whatever, I will send the highest number a little gift. Uh-oh. Okay. What do we so, got to give away? Maybe like a sticker pack or something? Is that cool? I got yeah, some swag. Oh, I got, I got some, some swag from uh, some from from uh, Arizona. We'll send a little swag bag. Yeah, So yeah. Okay. So be honest. Don't cheat. We, we're going to experiment people. We got some with. really good bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got, I, mean, I have some books. We got some books we could send, maybe. Yeah. Um, Second Amendment books. The ones, listen, there's a whole story behind that. I had abandoned the books, so the ones that I kept that I didn't abandon are <laughs> we'll the tell ones that, We'll <laughs> tell the that ones another story. We'll tell that another time. But yeah, All so right. if you've been keeping track, be honest. If you thought it was real or fake, and then we will send you a prize back. Okay. All right. California theme park bans screaming because of COVID-19. I believe that. I believe that, too. <laughs> I think that might be real. That <laughs> might be real. I hope it's fake. It's oh, fake. Oh, okay. oh, thank God it's fake. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God but I got fake. that one wrong. Okay. All right, so Peter, I'm glad I did. Peter yeah. one wrong, us two wrong. Uh, this seems to be believable because there were lots of rules, but uh, it's a fake story. Okay. Artist uh, sells invisible sculpture for more than 12,000 pounds. That's real. That's... I that's real. Somebody stupid enough to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's real. Somebody bought a banana that got shredded, right? Yeah. You know, you, so, so you say real. I say yeah, real. I say real. 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 Yeah. It is. Uh oh, I don't know. Scroll down. Scroll, oh, down. scroll oh, no. down. Real. real. Right. Wow. Yeah, wow. Seems unbelievable, but it's true. Remember to always check who else is reporting a story. Yeah, we knew that. Well, most people should. Okay, know that. so the score here, our score in studio is four for six. Peter five. Keith four, Mike three. Oh, you! I, I'm, the, okay. I'm the bronze medal. You're the bronze medal. Yeah. Right. So uh, again, if I'm you the were, bridesmaid again, if you were listening and you go through and you you're honest, send me your score. How many were there? Keith? Six. Six. So your your score out of six and the highest score. If it's a tie, I'll send you send you all something. Just be honest. I, I can't stand liars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a liar. Don't be a liar. All right. So we're gonna get to the second half of the show, but before we do, I want to briefly talk about. For Patriot Survival Food. For months, you've heard Keith and I talk about how much we've enjoyed the product and how great they've been to work with. They offer survival food and so much more. And now they've done something truly awesome for our listeners. Got our own place to go shop. Yes, baby. The folks at Four Patriots set up a special page for all of you at fourpatriots.com forward slash gun experiment 10. I'll say it one more time. Fourpatriots.com forward slash gun experiment 10 so that our listeners of this podcast can get weekly discounts and deals, but act quickly because the deals will change each week. Remember, head to fourpatriots.com forward slash gun experiment 10 each week and grab those deals. Okay. So now that we are into the second half of this show, we're going to have a discussion and anytime it's so funny, Peter, because I booked, I've booked you out months in advance. So you were booked to come on here months ago. You're booked to come back in December now. So you, I booked you months out, but every time you come on the show, some shit pops off and it's, it's amazing, so you know? So right now we, we're, uh, maybe a week out from Miller v. Bonta. And on top of that, there was a big announcement in the, in the New York court of appeals, correct? It, well, no, was this, was, this was in federal court in uh, Manhattan. Okay. Right. So there's two things going on right now. Uh, one in California, one in New York. We're bookending. 
the, the the Second Amendment. Seems like every it seems like a normal day. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to let you kind of lead this discussion. It's your expertise. You're the lawyer. So Miller v. Bonta. So Miller v. Bonta is not an, a surprise in my experience. In my in, in my view, uh, people have to remember, and I think this is so important that the same week that Bruin was decided, there were a bunch of cases that were on the Supreme Court docket that they remanded without a decision and essentially sent back to the courts, mm. to, the, to the circuit courts and said, read our decision in Bruin and re-decide these. Right. So uh, one of them was a magazine, uh, a standard capacity magazine ban, and the other one was I think there were two that were assault weapon bans, one in Maryland and one in California. Right. Uh, Supreme Court was clearly stating that the circuit courts had said that it was constitutional to ban these items, and the Supreme Court reversed and said, reconsider after Bruin. So, look, there's no argument as far as I'm concerned. These are weapons that are in common use. They're bearable arms. They're subject to the Second Amendment. There is no history or tradition of regulating such items. There is absolutely no grounds to regulate, quote unquote, assault weapons. And the problem is, of course, we know, as people who are familiar with guns, that what is an assault weapon? So my question is, so, so this Miller v. Bonta, this, this newest update, was finally decided upon by Judge Roger Benitez, otherwise known as St. Benitez in California. <laughs> St. Benitez. Uh, and he, you know, he... He basically said that it's unconstitutional, but in true fashion, and this is where I get so frustrated, the California has already appealed. Correct. Right. right. So my question is this, because I never understand this. I feel like this has been going ping ponging back and forth forever. It feels like it's been forever. They're going to, they've appealed. Have they won that appeal? Have they won the, the appeal to, to put a stay in place on this case? I don't know. I believe that there may be a stay in place on that. Okay. Uh, I believe that Benitez himself gave them a certain time to. So where is this headed next? Like, wh like when does something like this get to the. It's just, <laughs> we get so lost, Peter. We yeah, need help. I, I have to be. I am. I'm being really honest. Right. Well, I, I can't keep track it, of like all the like, you know, winning, appealing, you know, stays. I think we're waiting for something like six decisions from the Second Circuit having to do with the CCIA. So this is New York. This is New York. We're going to switch to New that York. That were argued in March, March of this year. And this is just on the stay issue. And here we are now in October, seven months. And these are cases where the federal judges had ruled that the CCIA the Concealed Carry Improvement Act, if you're not from New York, are unconstitutional. Various elements of it are unconstitutional. And the Second Circuit put stays in effect. There were arguments consolidated all on one day in March, and we don't have a decision. And it seems to me that part of the strategy of the anti-gun movement is to just delay, because yeah, as long as there's a delay... You well, have these these gun control laws in effect, and you don't have the Supreme Court and able to make a decision. And you're hoping possibly the Supreme Court changes over to Correct. A, more, a more favorable Correct. for them, more favorable for them. Correct. So it, it's so interesting because the process oh God. is so <laughs> fair. <laughs> I'm trying to pick my words carefully. 
fuck that. I don't think it's fair. Well, they don't even realize that it's that it's the process that's giving them the Correct. ability to do this. Correct. And they don't even realize. They don't even so they don't even get this freedom here, that they Here's have. what I want to know. So New York, we we just why don't we talk about the New York case first and then I'll get back to my question. So, so New York There was a New York case, federal district court in Manhattan ruled that New York City's good moral character standard right. that's recent which yeah. is it was it was more than recent it was this week yeah right by the time this airs it'll be a week old correct mm-hmm. is unconstitutional and look it's clear right, right. because no are they going to appeal this or are they going to let this just go no no they're going to appeal this 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 is this is basically knocking out their whole strategy yeah. because like, <sighs> you know you have to understand the gun control movement is great after heller and mcdonald they said, okay, you know, Heller and McDonald only had to do with possession of a gun in your home. Right. You only have a constitutional right to have a gun in your home. Right. Heller and McDonald, McDonald never said that. But Heller but Heller completely put that on its head. Heller <clears throat> and McDonald. I, mean, I, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, Bruin. Bruin right? did, right. Bruin. But Heller and McDonald never said that. Right. Right. It, yeah. Both of those cases dealt with. Right. Possession of a gun in your home, but it never said the right is limited. Right. Yeah. Right. And. But, but Bruin the, is the nail in the coffin. The on gun that. control lobby redefined it. Yep. Here's the way they redefined Bruin. They said all Bruin did was knock out the proper cost standard. But that's not what Bruin was about. Bruin was about saying that in that that gun control is presumptively unconstitutional. Right. And the burden is on the state, is right. on the government right. to show that there was a history and tradition right. of this regulation at the time the Second Amendment was ratified. So what's frustrating for me, though, I, and I, I'm going to apologize, Peter, I fucking hate your profession. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> no, but it's like a win is never a win. Like, when is a win a win? Like, we won Bruin, and it was like, yes, and can then we lost a whole bunch of I stuff. Can I tell you the secret? Yes, yeah. I'd love to know. Because I know the secret, okay? We have to start winning elections. We if we won. don't, if we don't win elections, then we're destined for this. Yeah, but I got to be honest. I don't know if I agree with that, and I'll tell you why. Because when we had Trump in office, and we had both chambers, you had the House and the Senate, and there was talk about them doing the universal, like basically like concealed, a, concealed carry reciprocity, yeah. right? And nothing happened, right? Because I, I don't think it's in the interest of either party to pass something like that. It's, no, McConnell, because then they won't have it to argue over. Right, right. <laughs> they won't have it to, to, to be a, a political and where, this, and where would this podcast be if we couldn't argue over this stuff? No. <laughs> we would be, t- we would still be here. Yeah, we'd still be here. <laughs> no, I, so I'm, now here comes an actual question. I am really, in New York State, obviously impartial. I, I really want the ability to own an AR-15. I want the ability to- Unneutered. Have unneutered. I want the ability to have a 30-round magazine. I want the ability- in an, Not one uh, that looks like a 30-round, but only holds 10. Correct. <laughs> I have a couple of those. Um, <laughs> and I want the ability to ultimately own a suppressor. That's a whole nother story. Because but, you like your hearing. <laughs> I like my hearing. But so let's go with the assault weapon and the 30-round magazine. We'll put There the, is no assault we'll weapon. We'll put the uh, suppressor on the shelf for a second. When does this happen? Like, because a case has to go. To, I'm like, I'm waiting for the Supreme Court to say we will hear one of these cases, but it is taking for, forever. Well, forever. they're trying. I mean, the Supreme Court is trying to 
let it go through the process. Correct. And trying to let the Second Circuit handle their docket. I guess they just, I guess do they just don't understand way. the process. It's like you win They have the time. They have time. And their time is just clicking. You have to understand, we need time to bill. You have to, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I agree 100%. You have to give us time to bill. That's fair. We got to file motions. That's we got to, come on. That's you know, fair. everyone's going to make a living. That's Listen, true. In Arizona, no good shit. For, good for you for being honest. That no, is that's you know the most honest. I, no, you're the most honest lawyer, lawyer in America, Peter. I, no, no, I disagree. I think every lawyer in Arizona was honest. <laughs> and I think that's exactly what I walked away with. Litigation is working. Legislation is not. And lawyers are able to bill. <laughs> yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, it's not going to stop it. You're still going to make your money. So you must be honest about it, right? What aggravates me is... The pro-gun people are paying three times. Let me explain how I f- yeah, came up so with fresh. this number. I agree with you, by the way. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. So we pay taxes. That pays for you know our our friend Tish to to uh, bring these cases uh, you know up and 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 fight them. Then we donate to the Second Amendment Foundation, the Firearms Protection Correlation, and all these other to places to pay for all this litigation. To pay for all the litigation. And then when they win the litigation, and they are, and they're getting their lawyer fees credited back from the states, it's coming out of taxpayer money. So we're paying for it three freaking times. So true. It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Oh man, the work. I want my two dollars. I watched. I saw. I saw Bronx Tale. The worker man is a sucker. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, look, I want to say the following. Okay, I'm 57. Right. I never thought that we would be where we are in New York. I'm a New York City kid. Yeah. I never thought we'd be where we are today in New York. Like you can get a carry license in New York and they're giving them out. Yeah. And we're getting them and we're seeing them issued every day. Yep. Slow, but they're getting done. Yeah. The fact is- You think we're winning? I think we're winning. I think we've changed the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just a long game. But it correct. It is a long game. Correct. But you know what? The left is good at the long game. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Better. We have to get good at the long game. The they're, bottom line of it is we're going to win. Yeah. They're very, the, you know what the left is really good at? They're really good at controlling the social narrative. Correct. They're excellent at it. Correct. I mean, and they, they, can, they, they know what houses to control, meaning the media, meaning the education systems, universities. They're very, very good at that. And it's, it's important that we understand that and that we also get good at it. To pe- your point. Pe- people make poor reactive decisions when their emotions are tapped into. And that is what's happening with all of this is we're, we're tapping into people's emotions. Nobody wants, you know, no normal person pro gun, anti gun, or otherwise wants to see people die from any tragedy, whatever it happens to be. Of course, And they're just, you know, and I don't want to say picking on, but they're focusing their energy on this for whatever reason for votes for, I don't know, whatever reason it is. And the reality is there are so many other things that are tragic that take more people's lives. And I don't know, we just can't, we can't stop. We can't, we can't get off of it. We can't stop. We can't, we can't stop. Well, well, it's very selective, right? I mean, obviously the focus on the gun yeah. It's so disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, it's a tool. It's it, a tool. And it's I, have, a tool. I have to tell you, so this is a little off topic, but uh, obviously we, we are getting very close to a presidential election 
And it's looking like I, I still don't believe that Joe Biden will be the Democratic nominee. I, I find it very hard to believe. I don't know if the Democrats believe in that. <laughs> I don't think yeah, they do. No. But as of right now, it's looking like it would be him versus Donald Trump round two. Which is crazy. It is really crazy. <laughs> I have to tell uh, you, I, I'm watching a lot of social media stuff, a lot of people I'm talking. not watching any of it. I know you're not. <laughs> um, that's why I'm telling you this now. Thank you. And a lot of people, and I'm talking like people of color, females, people that you would not expect are like, man, it's amazing how everything he said about draining the swamp, about the, it's, it's like, people are like waking up. It's so corrupt. It's so, so corrupt. It's corrupt on both sides. Government has gotten way, way out of hand. It was never, you know, you want to talk about going with history and tradition. Our government is not adhering to history and tradition. I kind of think, and I don't want to talk too much in detail about it because I actually want to talk about it on another episode of, of chopping it up, but it's about our friend Tish, Uh, Tisha James. Yeah. My, my alias. Your alias. (laughs) And we'll say that off the air. And uh, and what her net worth is? Oh, I don't. It's wild. I, I don't but even want to guess. It, I don't it, want to talk it's about. It's wild and yeah. it's proven. And the numbers and no, the no. same same with AOC and all of them, all yep, of them, yep. all of them, all but of them. It is wild, and the, they, we could dedicate a whole segment of the show to it. So anyway, I do want to move on, uh, Keith. You, <laughs> I don't even know how to move on to this yeah. next topic. For well, I, I'm going to set it up. So Keith knows that I like science. He knows that I, I, that I, is why I picked this. Yeah, that yeah. is true. So he knows that I like science and he Geek. sends me this thing Geek. and he says, he says, I find it funny that NASA can't. Oh, I, I, I got to read the text. Hold on. Wait, gotta, well, gotta, all right. So while you're finding the text, uh, a couple years ago, NASA had sent a, um, uh, a satellite and uh, that that followed an asteroid for a couple years, and about a month ago, uh, the <laughs> the can the the satellite came back to Earth, and the canister was designed to keep a sample from this uh, asteroid safe during its journey through space. <laughs> so I found the text. So Keith says he sends me this article, and he says made me laugh. NASA is locked out of their own gizmo. I love the fact that you called it a gizmo. <laughs> It's like probably like a million, like a five million dollar. Probably more than that. And he called it a gizmo. It's well, a gizmo. I'd love to know how much they spent on this. Oh, you know, you, this was probably a billion dollar billions project. Billions of dollars. Oh. Billions of dollars. I said what I said. Uh, millions. You're right. It's probably billions. It's probably billions. Yeah. So now uh, teams at NASA are struggling to get this thing opened. They got a sample of an asteroid and they're struggling to get it open. <laughs> and, um, and I checked, by the way, before I came here because I'm like, they must have gotten it open. They haven't gotten it open they yet. They have not gotten it yeah, open. They have not gotten it, it open so, yet. It, so this thing that they, this apparatus is, its technical name is the Tag Sam Head, which, which is, is touch, touch and go sample acquisition mechanism it is a very fancy acronym <laughs> tag sam yep. we'll be fine yeah um can i jump in on a couple of things yeah please because i love science so they i'm quoting this after multiple attempts at removal the team discovered two of the 35 fasteners of the tag sam head <laughs> they stripped the head could not be removed <laughs> this is my favorite part could not be removed with the current tools approved for use in the glove box i love they call it aka the glove box. they stripped it and they have to drill it out now <laughs> AKA you fucked up. Is that I it? mean, like bring it to my garage. We have the tools. We can get in this thing. <laughs> but what I love about this, what I love about the story is to me, this demonstrates everything that is wrong with government. I was just, you, you stole the, it has to be it, an you, approved you tool. You pulled that out of my head. 
It is like a hundred percent. This is everything wrong with government. And you, you know, you know what I mean? Richie down the street would be like, bring it over. I'll get it over. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I'm telling you, you. You can't open it? What are you talking about? Richie what and is I. It, kryptonite? Like. <laughs> Richie and I have taken an engine, a transmission, and a, and a rear end out of a car and installed it in a new car and taken that engine and transmission out of the old car and put it in the other car in literally two and a half days. So I do, <laughs> I do think part of the problem. Is they they have to be careful not to contaminate what they've what they've gotten right. Well, that's, uh, that's the science. That's in the you. science. That, that, that's the science. And yeah. you, but it's that. just funny because I, I thought listen, we're not thing. asking them to urinate in there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> so let let me talk about why this is cool though. So, and this is from the article in analyzing the samples and found that they found an abundance of because there were some samples that were on the rim. Correct. correct? Yeah. They so did, they did a rim job. Wh- which and they this found that. this is a. Um, under promise. I thought this was a children friendly show. It is definitely uh, not this, a children friendly show. This is show. under promise over deliver at its classic. Yes. So they they had a goal of collecting sixty grams. Yep. Only sixty grams they get? of deble- they got with your little rim job, they got seventy grams. I thought that I thought that went over your head. Thank you for acknowledging that, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. So <clears throat> they took some off the rim. And in analyzing the samples, they found an abundance of carbon and water molecules. So this is the science part. Scientists are hoping to find evidence of organic matter embedded within the asteroid sample as it supports, this is really cool, as it supports the theory of the building blocks of life hitchhike their way through the universe aboard these ancient space rocks. So what I find cool about this is it is, so, all right. So going back to our planet. Don't get too excited. I won't. Our planet was created through a very slow process over 4.6 billion years. Oh, I thought I thought Jesus created it, God <clears throat> created it in six days, and that's, then seventh that, day rested. That's, that's a whole different topic. I'm just talking about the science end of this. Oh, okay, sorry. And then Adam and Eve and all that stuff. None of that. I mean, sure. Were, were they in? Were they in the glove box of this gizmo? <laughs> <laughs> Only Eve. Holy Eve. Yeah. Okay. The apple was, was no, it, Adam. Adam. A- Adam. No, the apple was in the gizmo yes. and they opened the gizmo and they ate the Adam or they ate the apple. And yes. <laughs> and here we are. Yes. Okay. So I'll buy that. What's cool about this scientifically speaking is the fact that it is possible that they are bringing these building blocks of life, that they are moving to other places. And if they land, if they crash down onto another planet, it might take. Four well, billion years, but more, but life could establish on other plants. I think mean, that it's almost, like, it's almost like farming seeds. China could steal the technology, but it's like farming seeds of life. Okay. But you need a planet that has the right conditions, right? Yes. You need a planet that, for but example, keep in mind, our planet didn't always have those conditions. So there was outgassing from the ocean that created an atmosphere. You know, I mean, I could go on for days about this, but. <laughs> but but the fact is that you know you have water that is a boiling point of 200, 212 Fahrenheit, yep. right? And uh, if the planet's too hot, then you're not going to be able yep. to have life. Correct. So real quick, and Goldilocks, uh, you, you right. just just because you said you could go on forever, somebody was telling me is is crude oil not dead dinosaurs anymore? Crude oil, it is. It's still fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. Still dead dinosaurs. Hundred percent. I know. Okay. This, I know this is a sticking point. <clears throat> well, I just am curious because I like to call it fossil fuels, and I called it dead dinosaurs the other day. And somebody that I on was talking show. to who, on the show on the store, I've said dead dinosaurs, but this was out in personal oh. life, and it was a lawyer actually that I was talking to, Peter. Don't talk to lawyers. And and he said he said you know that's just not you. he said you know that's not true anymore. And I said what? And he said it, it's not just dead dinosaurs. And I was like, not pretty sure it's dead dinosaurs. So you're still sticking with its dead dinosaurs. 
It's fossilized life. Okay. It could, doesn't, does it have to be a dinosaur? Oh, it could be a tree. Sure. Okay. All right. right. Interesting. All right. The thing that struck me about this and the thing I thought about it, and I mentioned earlier that I'm a kid from Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And so I think of New York city government and I moved to, I moved to the suburbs and I moved to a town that doesn't have town garbage. We oh. have to hire private contractors. Us too. Right? So we have to we hire private contractors, right? Time. Complain about it all the time. I got they there. They come I'm at like, 5 o'clock in the morning, 4.30 like, in the wait morning. Wait a second. Why do I have to pay for a garbage pickup? But let me tell you something. The private garbage guy, and I'm used to New York City sanitation <laughs> workers. By the way, great guys. They work hard. I have nothing bad to say about them. But when my town, my private guy, first of all, I'd have to bring my garbage to the curb. He runs to my to the side to get it. Oh, that's but nice. That's nice. We when, do that. When, they, when the truck pulls up, these guys jump off the truck like it's a fire engine. <laughs> they take off running. They grab the garbage. They throw it in the back of the truck. They take off like it's, a, like it's the hey, fire department. Rumor has it, if you tape a white envelope on the lid... Well, I do that, right. So, you know, my point is that I don't know that government is the best <clears throat> entity to be doing stuff it like this. Isn't. Small and this government. is And this is a prime example yeah. of just government screwing something And listen, so, I, I, like, na listen, NASA's cool as shit. I mean, like, they, they, they do amazing listen, stuff, I, right? I know, I, I know you. I'm a big NASA fan. Yep, Kennedy Space Center is a great trip. If you've yep. not mm -hmm. been, it's an awesome place to bring your kids. It's just fun. But, um, so, okay, I want to stick on this topic for just one more second. Yep. So I'm – somebody I was talking with, actually, uh, I mentioned him earlier, uh, Frank, I was talking about this with – and, you know, extraterrestrials, right? Like life on other planets. Oh, don't get me started. So, well, recently there was a radio signal that had gotten detected that was like 8 million light years away or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> they think the radio is, they're pretty sure that the radio signal was from uh, an exploding star or a dying star or something <clears throat> like that, but it took 8 million light years to God, get here. Really, you're freaking talking my language right now. Go so ahead. how, what, what is 8 million light years? Like how long does that take to, is it 8 million years? It's so... Uh, I'm probably going to screw this up. Eight million light years is a distance. Is a distance. Right. It's, it's a, a distance. distance. But right. So, it's so the, how long it, would that radio it's, signal it's, take so to Keith, get here? It's, it's the. I, I, let me try to explain it the best I can with some bourbon in me. Um, <laughs> it's the idea of like. So you've heard the idea of like a star could die, but you're still seeing the light traveling to you. Yes. So it's the idea of like if I were to sh shut the light switch off and on, you would see the light to your eye. That's the speed of light. Yes. Right. So that star that died was sending light to us but it's so far away that even though it's dead that beam of light is so traveling still taking to you right so now multiply that times whatever you just said all right so my point that's is, like is the, that's like the uh science for I, dummies i got it yep. science for dummies made sense to me i got, got the cliff note version so how could there be life at other universes that would take them so long to get here <laughs> no so that's part of the problem, right? Is like, okay, so let's go with this. I, I'm really, I'm, you guys hit on a topic, on a nerve. Do you believe there's life outside of Earth? Uh, sure. It's hard to know. Uh, but if, Lawyer but, answer. But, but the, <laughs> it really was. But, but the bottom line, if it is, is <clears throat> if we're talking about those distances, yeah. then we would never know. That's that's my question. That's so my point. That's my answer point. to this question is always there is 100%. I don't have proof. There's 100% life in the universe besides us. And so the reason why I say that is, our sun, a solar system revolves around, around a star. So our sun is our star. We revolve around it. We know that there's other, there's billions of galaxies. 
Mm -hmm. There's stars upon stars within a galaxy. There's billions of galaxies within the universe. And so- So guardians of the galaxy are real. It could very well be. There's a raccoon with a gun for sure. And his <laughs> That's second the one that robbed rights, the bank? And his second amendment rights are under attack. <laughs> that one that also. robbed the bank. Yeah. No, so what I always say is this. There are more, this, is a, this is a fact. There are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on our planet. Oh, Jesus Christmas. That's a fact. Listen, I was, at a, I was at a beach recently. There's yep. a lot of grains of sand. Well, that tells you how many fucking stars there are. <laughs> and so each of those stars has the potential to be a solar system. Okay. And so for, now if each of those stars has the potential to be a solar system, how many planets are there? It is impossible to think we're the only fucking life that is so self-centered that we're the only life in the entire universe. Well, they're just so far away. I just don't know. That I didn't can, say that. I didn't say that. I, said I just there don't is know that life. they can get here. I didn't say that. Okay. And when you say life, life, do you mean intelligent life? I didn't or? say that. Okay. No, no. Although, I, although I think there's probably life more intelligent than us. We're probably. I'm hoping. I mean, I can, listen, I can go sci-fi on us. But All right. Let's move it on. Well, so, thank you for clarifying. Fo dead dinosaurs are still fossil fuels. We definitely lost half the audience right now. No, no, no. We're good. Yeah, I'm going to bring it back for them. Dead dinosaurs are definitely still fossil fuels, so we're still burning dead dinosaurs. There's definitely life out there. It might just take them a... They might not be able to get here. It might be too if far this, away. By the way, if you're still listening... <laughs> The convert, the people who left the conversation are fucking troglodytes. They're friggin' they're they're cavemen and they they can't, they're incapable of intelligent conversation. But we're gonna bring them back to guns now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So this crap. Keith and I have covered this extensively. All the time we cover this story. The fact that guns are, but this is like next level. So this the is, fact that guns are being caught at TSA in airports. So yeah, th this one was or, not or caught. Not no, this, this one case. was not in this case. A Washington state senator was arrested at the airport in Hong Kong and charged with possession of an unregistered firearm. So this is Jeff Wilson, a Republican from Longview. I love that it's a Republican. That makes me feel good, actually, because it's like I'm not, I'm not well, he, I'm impartial. He self-disclosed. Yep. So he, this is crazy. He found a pistol in his carry-on bag and reported unloaded. it to customs. Unloaded. It was, quote, it was an honest mistake, and I expect this situation to be resolved shortly. He did not, this part's wild. He did not realize that the unloaded weapon was in That's his bag. That's the part I can't. When he passed through security at the airport in Portland, Oregon, where it was not detected by baggage screeners. That blows my... <laughs> so he is flying from... It's worth noting that he was on a self-funded trip with his wife in Asia. This is not like yeah, a Before government. anyone starts uh, questioning yep. where he got it's, paid for this. It was not, a five-week trip, I think. Not a government trip. It was just a vacation. But he I would leaving. like to take a five-week vacation. I mean, maybe you got to be in government to do that. Uh, you heard Tish's number. I'll tell you Tish's numbers off the air. Um, <laughs> but he left from Washington, Oregon, right? Oregon, Washington. I don't know. He left from the United States I think of it was America. Washington it, was Oregon. it was Oregon. Por Oregon. Portland. He left from Portland. Portland. And he basically had a, like, it would be like me with my backpack and I have a gun in it and just being like, oh, I'm just going to the airport and I forgot it's in there. And they <laughs> they just missed it. How do they miss it? That's that's the part that scares it, me. It is I have so much to say about this. I don't even know where to begin. So I, I'll come back to it, but go ahead. I'll let you talk. No, I mean, one of the things is I hate off-body carry. I feel like I, I yeah. never put my gun anyplace other than my hip, Listen, because I'm going to forget it. We got a fanny pack. Fanny, fanny, we got a fanny pack fanny, for you. Fanny life is... <laughs> God, God. Yeah. yeah, no, but I hear you because the bottom line of it is I would never do this. I also 
never, ever, ever, ever put a gun because you got to remember what I do for a living, right? Yeah. I get calls from people <laughs> that get arrested at airports every day. I, I would never take a bag that I ever had a gun or a bullet in on an airplane. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I can't imagine how you forget. But you I, know what? I mean, look, we're New Yorkers, right? There are people maybe. in other states where but, it's but like- Oregon's pretty- Anti-gun. Though. It is. Well, parts of it, right? Yeah. I mean, anti-gun. Well, it's like us, though. Oregon is a tale of two cities, kind of like yeah. us, right? Tale of two states. But you know what? So what's interesting about this is, so all right, at my, at, uh, I, I have things on my person, and I'm notorious for, like, losing shit. Like, I'll, I'll take my keys in my pocket, and sometimes I put them on my nightstand. Sometimes I put them in this basket by the door. Sometimes I and I'll be like, where the hell are my, my wife's like, how do you lose shit? But I got to tell you something. When I got a gun, yeah. I fucking know where that yeah, thing is. Yeah, me too. Like me even too. like like I'll come home and I'll be like I'm going to go wrestle with the kids or whatever and I'm like it's coming out, it's going in the gun. Like I'm very oh, meticulous <clears throat> because I'm one so time, only one time and I remember was in the shitter. <laughs> That's true. Okay, two times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no, one time I remember going to a sporting event in New Jersey. And I'll, I'll, I'll remain on nameless from a sporting event. Peter, I'll tell you off the air. Um, and I, I, know where it was. I, I drove all the way there and I get out of the car and I go, shit. You had a gun on you. I had a gun on me. And How did I, you forget that? It's I, so uncomfortable to wear a gun. How did you not know? It was my 38 special. I was in my pocket. Oh. It was just very comfortable. Yeah. And, um, I just, um, I just forgot I had it and I was in, I was in Jersey. I will say that. And um, this is out in the statute of limitations. I think I'm safe. Is, that's an oh shoot moment. It was no shoot. Yeah. I, so I ended up, you know, I'm like getting I'm ready right. to walk into this this sporting event. At least I remembered before yeah. I went right. there. Yeah. And they I was probably like, just turned you away, right? Oh no, because I know where it was. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know yeah. what they would have done. Yeah, it would have been bad. I I don't think that the security at the stadium that I was going to would have known to ask like let me see your new jersey permit yeah, like yeah. i don't think they would have asked that they would have told you you can't come in here but whatever i noticed before i went in there i just put it in my trunk yeah buried it well i'm glad you <laughs> like, i'm glad you said that because so the spokesman said that the officers of portland airport had detected 43 firearms at security checkpoints so far that that's wild that's yeah. one that's one airport in one state yeah we were i mean i think i think new york was not that high and they were saying they were at an all-time but high. this is i'm gonna go back to what you just said so he said he he made it to hong kong he made it to yep. another country by the way not a country you really want to be caught with <laughs> anything and this part so peter i'm gonna air quote hypothetically talk about this he immediately alerted customs authorities upon landing in the Chinese territory. I got to be honest. I, don't know if I, I feel like that. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. I would have broken that gun in pieces. I would have yeah, broken exactly. it in pieces. Garbage can, garbage can, garbage exactly. can. Right? Just kept exactly. the serial number yeah. part. Exactly. <laughs> anything else, barrel, slide, exactly. anything else. I, I don't even know like, if I would have done that. It's another country. I think I would have just been like. The whole thing? The whole thing. See, I, I don't know because I feel like the serial number they could if they found it they could have went called the United States and our government would have said, yeah, <laughs> let's look that up for you. Let's see who owned that. <laughs> you're a better you're a better criminal than me for sure. But but how do you get that back in? You well, know, you, you just, just keep in the polymer. Like I mean, I don't know what kind of gun it was. I shouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah. But um, you know, if you're just keeping the the part with the serial number and you get rid of everything else, you don't have a yeah. fire. I do. I do. Want to, I do want to point out that he is. He, he does have a concealed. 
pistol license. Yeah, he had a right to carry this gun. There's no question about that. He just fucked up. But look, there are countries that they'll put you under the jail if you have a gun. Right, I wouldn't... I. I mean, I, he ended up. He got arrested. He made bond. That's think, yeah. right. Yeah, and, I would. Uh, I, I'm. I'm being honest. If I was in friggin' Hong Kong, yeah, I well, would have broken it apart. The pieces would be all over Hong Kong, and that serial number would <laughs> be scraped, every single garbage can across and, the. And I would have scraped the shit out of that serial number. Like I, you wouldn't. It would be unidentifiable. <laughs> I. I mean, well. He is hoping that he can still resume his five-week travel plans when this is all settled. That's the wild part. He's like, yeah, we're, we're, it'll be settled and we'll keep traveling. I'm like, man, I'm like, it must be nice to be a politician. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Jesus. All right, so he, Keith. He's in the know. So, all right, well, let's end, end on some fun. It's Halloween time. And uh, I just, uh, I lost my article, but I'll bring it back up. But a a man was ordered to remove his uh pole dancing skeleton his pole dancing skeleton i i love this he uh it's a utah man only in utah not it's not florida man it's it's a a utah man uh he's ordered uh, a a resident to to uh take down his risque uh halloween display from uh public property can you put this on the big screen the picture of the skeleton I, i certainly can um, but but I saw this picture. There's nothing no, scary about this no, picture. I, I don't think so. I read the article. I read the headline. Well, and it, I was like, well, there's kids. And then I saw the picture. Right. I'm like, this is silly. It, yeah. Well, the display featured two skeleton onlookers offering money while watching another skeleton with his purple wig. With a purple wig. I don't know if it's a guy. Uh, dancing on a city stop uh, sign just outside the home in Grantsville. And uh, um, here's the picture here. It's, it's on a beach, which is... Interesting. Well, Utah. Um, it looks like almost like new construction, maybe. Maybe, it, yeah. Maybe. So, I, I mean, listen, the skeleton has got great form on that pole. It really does. <laughs> yeah. And he's put talent, some, a lot of talent. He's there. put some time in this, and he's got uh, different. Stop calling him a he, please. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I meant making me uncomfortable. Yeah. I meant the, the guy What's who put it together. You go to. No, I meant the guy that put it together. Oh, okay. But when I refer to he, I mean the guy who made the display. Got, gotcha. I, I need to give a definition page. Notice obviously. I keep you on his side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's in the room. I got to give a definition. When I refer to he, I mean the builder of the of the uh, display. Um, but it looks like he's got a pretty diverse group of skeletons, right? Yeah. You know, he's got all. Is kinds that a black of, skeleton? I've never it, seen it that before. Looks like a black skeleton to me. I, I'm not sure. Um, but he had it lighted up, and uh, you know, a little tip bucket, and um, <clears throat> so I yeah. think I. Whenever this happens, this kind of like I try to put myself in this situation. And I'm like, if I was walking around trick or treating, and this was in our neighborhood with our kids, and my kids were like, Dad, like, what's what is that? I just would be like, Ah, they were doing acrobats. Yeah, and I'd move gymnastics. On. Yeah, gymnastics. <laughs> I, 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 gymnastics. I don't. I, I don't think that he needed to take this down. No. I, well, I, he didn't take it down. He moved it on his property. He he oh, uh, he. Wait, did he originally set it up on someone else's property? So it was public property oh. where he set it up. Oh, um, okay. So okay. he had to remove it, but. Um, it's a little ballsy. He said, uh, I guess there were some, this is what I thought was ironic. You know, we talk about using, um, anti-gun people using gun laws to their advantage, like Hunter Biden earlier in the, in the show. And, and here's another, in my opinion, example of this, you know, um, I guess uh, teaching our children respect and decency and manners has gone by the wayside. It is Utah. Um, I, Okay, fine, but you know, uh, you know the Chris, the gentleman that put this display together, 
if your kids understand what this is, maybe the problem is not the skeleton <laughs> dancing on the pole. Maybe it's something else. And I, I think that's a good point. That's like you'd have to explain that to your kids, Mike, right? right. You know? Um, My kids I, would even think twice, to be quite honest. No, I'd have to explain that too. And and the tip jar, they'd be like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't hang upside side down in a pole. My kids would be like, yeah, let's tip them for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like a challenge, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, this is a fun article to kind of end on, but it's, yeah. it just shows you how like silly stuff is. And like, uh, it, you know, this, this is a, it was a government agency or was it like an HOA? No, no, it was, a, it was like a community, like I think HOA. an HOA kind of thing, yeah. you know? And like I said, he ended up moving it. Uh, it says here, uh, he complied with the order and moved the skeletons to his own yard. Okay. But residents supported him. They, they came by and they Tip dropped them. some tips in the bucket. <laughs> They did. They dropped some tips in the bucket. So. No, but as a lawyer, I paid attention to that. Is it the government or was it a homeowners association? Yeah. I think it was the government. Oh, yeah. Oh, the community. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the town. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So, Peter, does the town, like, I mean, like speaking, just like, let's just take our neck of the woods. Can the town tell you to do that? Uh, you know, I think you get into a second, uh, First Amendment issue, right? Yeah. Um, but... Look, we know we know about zoning laws. I think that they said something about it was on the pole was like some kind of sign pole or something, uh, and so I think that's how they got him. I mean, okay. it, it, it's funny because you're talking about um, decorations, right? And so, like, who's to say? I mean, okay, it's tacky. Let's just call it for lack of. I think it's funny, but let's call it tacky. It's tacky decoration, but like, who's to say? Like, it's like the um, the Christmas story with the leg lamp. Yeah, Is right. That, that's fragile. That's tacky, right? <laughs> it's but like, Italian. you know, can that guy knife with the fragile leg? Like, you know, so whatever. I don't know. Well, yeah. he's uh, he's flying his uh, pole high. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, well, I think that'll do it for this episode. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in, and a very special thanks to Peter for hanging out with us and shopping it up. Be sure to head over to uh, New York Tech Defense and uh, all the plans that are out there. Of course, use our discount code. And uh, if anyone out there has any opinions or thoughts on tonight's conversation, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Discord, or Spotify, and let your voice be heard.